I just have very thick skin. And I, I think because I know myself and I know what I'm capable of, it doesn't really bother me um, as much as it used to. So like, I just have to kind of roll with the punches. It's what comes with the territory. Um, and so like, I just, you know, I've been able to just adjust and like, I just ignore people at this point. Yo, what's going on, gang? Tuning into the podcast early here. Super excited about today's show. Shout out for everyone that's just been rocking with me since day one. And shout out for those tuning in for the first time hitting that play button. Now, listen, this episode is super special. I'm talking about beyond special because I have a professional female football player here. And not just any female football player. I have the highest paid woman to play professional football who signed a multi-million dollar deal. And also, she is the first female athlete to own her very own sneaker company. And today, she joins us to dive into her story, how she accumulated her success, how she had to face adversity, the challenges she had to overcome, being a female in a male-dominated sport, talking about ownership and becoming the first female to own her own sneaker. And listen, we dive into it all in a short window of time. So listen, if you are enjoying our conversation throughout this episode, it will mean the world to me. If you can actually go over to Apple iTunes, if you're an iTunes user, leave a five-star rating and review. Let me know your thoughts about the episode as it'll go a long way for the show. Otherwise, I would love to hear your feedback. Feel free to DM me on Instagram at DeAndre underscore Evans. That's D-A-N-D-R-E underscore E-V-A-N-S. I can't wait to tap in with each and every one of you. So I'm going to stop talking and we're going to do what we do best here. It's time to level up. Let's get it. Are you ready? Level Up Daily, the hottest podcast for self-growth with interviews from the hottest celebrities. Tola, level me up. Tola, level me up. Yeah. Now, your host, DeAndre Evans. Tola, level me up. Tola, level me up. Yeah. It's time to level up. Now, level up. Yo, what's up, ladies and G's? Much love to those returning and shout out for those tuning in for the first time. I have a, a very special guest for today's episode. She is considered the queen of abs, a history in the making, professional football uh, player, author, fitness model, TV personality, uh, public speaker, social media consultant with well over 800,000 loyal, engaged followers. She's a former track and field collegiate athlete who made history by becoming the highest paid woman to play professional football. I mean, signing a multi-million dollar deal with the Women's Football League Association and becoming the first female to actually own her very own sneaker company called Tronus. She's also worked with Nike, Adidas, GNC, Fashion Nova, Gymshark, and so many other brands. And now she's running full speed after her dreams and continue to break down barriers to show other men and women what's possible. I have none other than my girl, Miss Santia Deck. How are you? I'm good, how are you? Good, good, good. So tell us what's going on right now. Where are you at? How are you feeling today? What's what's going on in your world? Um, yeah, I mean, it's been a, a busy last few months. Um, I launched my shoe company back in uh, June 2020, and it's just been like full steam ahead ever since then. Yeah. So uh, we just released a new pair of uh, like a colorway. And then we actually just released another one, like literally like or about to at six o'clock today. Um, for breast cancer awareness so it's just been a lot going on with like the shoes and launching and dropping new shoes and blah 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 so everything's been great just busy but I mean a good busy so yeah 
That's awesome. <laughs> well, listen, I guess we got the first exclusive tip on this new shoe that's coming out, right? <laughs> pretty, I mean, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> hey, let's go. That's what I like. I like to get those little bunny points in there. So listen, I, I appreciate you so much for coming on. Um, I know today is pretty much what, Tuesday. And so what I like to do is open up the floor to my guests and uh, dive into a little bit of your backstory, if you don't mind. Uh, for those who may not know of you, uh, just tell us, you know, how you grew up. How did young Miss Antia become this professional football uh, athlete here? Yeah, so um, I was born in Greenville, South Carolina, um, raised in Houston, and then I moved to Atlanta after college, pretty much. Um, but I grew up in a very um, loving uh, sports <laughs> uh, dominated family. So we all were athletes. Uh, my brothers played football. Uh, my sister was a gymnast when she was little. Um, I ran track all my life and now I play football. So um, literally our summers and our, our days were like filled with sports and running around, going from games to practice and everything like that. Um, my mom was very, very supportive of everything we did. Um, and so, yeah, I had, a, I had a pretty good childhood. Of course, like everybody, there's dysfunction and there's some, you know, but that's everybody. Um, but for the most part, I mean, I had a great childhood. Um, and yeah. <laughs> Got you. I love that. I love that. So Pretty much you growing up, you played sports with your other brothers and sisters. Are you the oldest or are you the youngest? Or are you in the middle? So I'm in the middle. I have a twin brother, a little brother, older brother, and older sister. Got you. And you guys are all just outside just playing in the you know, front yard, backyard, wherever, just getting it in. <laughs> well, my brothers were. My sister, she's a lot She's a lot older than us. So she was kind of like out of the house, you know, when we were like really old enough to really do stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my brothers, we were always outside doing stuff. Got you. So let me ask you, because I know as a brother, like I'm the youngest, right? My sister's older than me. I don't know how I would feel if my sister's out there playing football with me. Because like I'm on guard. Not only do I, I want to win the game, but I got to protect you at all costs. So like, what was that? Right. You know, that relationship with your brothers, you know, you playing football out there with them on the field and just having fun. Were they protected? Um, like, what were they doing? <laughs> I was very much a tomboy. So like I was doing like everything that pretty much everything that that that, uh, that they were doing but of course if it was like you know I guess the street football game then my older brother wouldn't really let me get involved mm -hmm. but um for the most part like if it was two hand touch or whatever like you know I was out there so um I think honestly that's probably why I I'm pretty good now because I was out there practicing for fun not realizing it's you know prepare me for I'm at now so so yeah <laughs> I like that that's awesome that's awesome yeah I don't know what I would do I'll probably I'd probably lose all my friends. You know, they hit my sister the wrong way by accident. Right. Like, yeah, yeah no, we got a problem. I mean, that's definitely how my older brother was for sure. Like, he was not really with it, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, got to be on guard with that type of stuff. Okay, okay, mm -hmm. I got you. Well, listen, so I know you you went through this journey of obviously starting from point A to point B from a young girl growing up in South Carolina, right, to becoming this professional football player. Um, you know, what was that journey like for your mom and your dad? I know you say your mom was supportive on what you were doing. What about your dad? Did he say, you know, yeah, go for it? Was he was like, eh, I don't know about this. You had those type of talks at all? Yeah. So my mom was, I mean, both of my parents were like, eh, I mean, are you sure you want to do that? But um, I think after I played LFL for a little bit um, and then I got into rugby, they were like, okay, I mean, you're, you're handling it well, you're handling the hits, you know, you know how to protect yourself. So I think it wasn't a big deal after that. But um, yeah, same with my dad. My, you know, my dad was like, you know, that's what you want to do. Okay. Uh, so I didn't really have any backlash from my family. Of course, my brothers that actually played, they were like more, they were, I'm not gonna say they weren't supportive, but they were like, well, you know, they all had concussions. They all got, you know, injured at some point in their career. So they were more so like, 
we don't want you to go through that, you know, and you're not used to it. You know, you're not used to getting hit. We've been playing since we're, you know, little boys. So yeah. our body's used to that. And you're coming from track and field going into a non, you know, contact world is completely different. Right. So I think they're just more worried about injury for me. Um, but, you know, when they saw that I could do it, they were like, oh, okay, you know, still yeah. be careful, but just, you know, but they, you know, my family's really supportive. So, <laughs> yeah. Got you. Got you. Now, I, I definitely had to ask because I know there's a lot of parents out there that may be listening and tuning in and they're like, I don't know about that. But just to hear from yeah. your insight and hear how your parents supported you. I think that's a beautiful that's a beautiful thing to have a support all the way around. And uh, I'm yeah. curious because I know you said obviously I know about the track part, but for other people who mm. don't know about it, um, you know, did you play any other sports outside of football and did track to do anything else? And what really led you to track primarily then football? Um, so track, I mean, I, I was running when I was, since I was seven. So it was just like a calling. Um, pretty much how it even started was like when me and my little, well, me, not little, but me and my twin brother, when we were like two years old, we went to get our checkup, you know, our yearly checkup. And the doctor was like, oh, wow, your kids are like really developed. They have really developed muscles. They have bodies of runners, you know, and they're like two. And so he was like, you know, he told my mom to like promise him to put us in track when we were old enough. And so she did. And that's kind of how it literally started. So I feel like some things, you, you know, you can't explain some things. It's just a God giving a gift and talent. And um, we had that since we were kids. Um, we were both very muscular for, our, you know, our age. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and we were very dominant when it came to like just anything physical. So I think it was just meant to be. So, so yeah. I love and then too. I played, um, I, but our first sport though, which many people don't know, our first sport was at uh, three, four, I think four. And that was tennis. So we played tennis first. We were way too strong for tennis. And then we got into track. And then that's kind of like what, what we started off with. Gotcha. Yeah, tennis wasn't my sport either. I just let it go. I was like, eh, not my thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you have to have a different type of patience and uh, control. So, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah. My, my sports was uh, track and basketball. I tried football, but I was like, eh, didn't really feel it. I didn't like the drills, right? The tour days, it's hot. You got me out here training all this equipment <laughs> on. I'm like, this for the yeah. birds, man. I'm good, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I mean, it's not for everybody, for sure. Yeah, but I commend you for just, you know, stepping into the space and crushing it the way you are, too. That's that's a big feat to, to get over. And so, you know, with that being said, I'm, I'm very curious because, um, for one, you're in a very, obviously, male-dominated sport, right? That's what everybody mm -hmm. say. And, you know, what was... You, you would say, based on your opinion, your, your biggest challenge, you know, going into this and pursuing your dream and, and how did you overcome it? Was it the critics? Was it, you know, a self, you know, preparation that you had to get into? Was it anything along those lines? Um, I would say definitely probably just the, the naysayers or the, the, the men, really, because it's not a lot of women that was like, I mean, it was a few women that were like, oh, you shouldn't do that. But it's not too many women that weren't supportive. But of course, the men that, you know, felt, feel like women shouldn't do anything that's, I guess, male dominated, they had something to say. But um, I mean, I grew up, I, I not grew up, but I started my business, you know, 2014. So I'm used to crit like critics and people like not feeling everything that you're doing. And, you know, um, me being a woman who has always been kind of in a male dominated world, like I'm a, I'm a business owner, you know, um, playing football, you know, playing rugby, all of that. Like, I'm used to men feeling like, oh, like, you're too uh, pretty to play or you're too fragile. You should be in the kitchen having kids, whatever. Like, you know, like I got all those comments. So um, I just have very thick skin. And I, I think because I know myself and I know what I'm capable of, it doesn't really bother me um, as much as it used to. So like, I just have to kind of roll with the punches. It's what comes with the territory. 
Um, and so like, I just, you know, I've been able to just adjust and like, I just ignore people at this point. So, yeah. Yeah. You just like, listen, I'm doing me regardless of what people say. Yeah. Um, I mean, cause that's going to stop me. So. Right. Right. I love that. I love that too. And that's a good, a good segue into my next question too, just based on self-discipline, right? Cause you really got to be disciplined and how you go about things and how people see you and, you know, you just getting up every single day, right. To go after your dream. Like, what mm -hmm. was that? what was that mind frame for you? You know, just waking up, knowing that people talk and doing this and that, you know, how did you prepare mentally to really, you know, keep pushing forward in, in this pursuit here? Yeah. Um, for me, it was just like, I have very, very good self-awareness. Like I'm very self-aware of like myself. Um, so like it, I don't really think it was anything that I had to like prepare for every day because it's just like, I had so many other things to worry about. Um, and I, and I never, like, I've been like this since I was a kid. Like, I never fit in. I never tried to, you know, fit into, like, what was cool or what people were doing. I was always, like, doing my own thing in life. So, like, I never and still never and still don't care really what people do or say about me. Because at the end of the day, what is that? Like, how is that affecting me? Because you don't like what I'm doing. So I just continue about my day. I do what I got to do. I live in a very, like, peaceful world. So, like, I don't. I don't really um, entertain anything negative. So for me, it's just like, I just deflect it and I just continue doing what I got to do. So um, it's not something that I have to be like, okay, today's going to be one of those days where people are talking and like, I just, I know it's going to come and I know how to like, just shrug it off and keep it moving. Like that's part of life. You just have to know how to adjust and, um, you know, just, uh, you know, adjust and allow like people to do what they're going to do because they're going to do it anyway even if I don't want people to talking about certain situations they're going to do it because they can and there's nothing I can do so when things are out of my control I don't dwell on it I can I only dwell on what I know I can control which is my emotions my temper my mouth you know how I you know um, deal with certain situations and as long as I'm doing me and you know I'm keeping the peace and I'm keeping my you know I'm staying within my character I don't really have any issues. You know, if people got issues with me, that's them, but I don't have any issues. So it has nothing yeah. to do with me. Gotcha. But, yeah. You're like, listen, I'm, I'm good over here, fam. Like my peace and aura is all good. Yeah, like I don't, <laughs> me and negativity don't go hand in hand. So like, I don't, I don't entertain anything that's negative to be quite honest. Yeah, and I get that from you too. Just, you know, on our short, brief 15 minute interaction, like I can tell you very in tune with yourself. Like you really, yeah, like, I'm very chill. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. Well, what's your, wait, I'm curious. What's your Zodiac sign? What's, what's your sign? I'm a, I'm a Scorpio. That, oh, that, okay. So that explains so much. And I just got excited only because I'm a Scorpio too. So this is. Okay. Well, yeah. Right. So you get it. <laughs> right. So, like yeah. we, we're very chill. And then that's why I connected so quickly to it. Cause you was like, you know, I'm not really big into people, you know, what they say about me, what they do. I'm gonna do me regardless. And that's something I mentioned earlier today, actually on my social media, it was like, I don't fit in most groups or circles is because for one, I think for myself, right? Secondly, yeah. you know, being at peace is everything to me. And I know that you feel the same way. So that's funny yeah. that you mentioned that. And it's crazy that you're a Scorpio too. Any, when your birthday? Uh, November 19th. Wow. <laughs> okay, so look, my birthday is November 17th. Oh, wow. That's crazy. That's, <laughs> that's crazy. <great. laughs> What's the odds of that being that close? That's that's crazy. Okay, I'm going to get off on another tangent. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm super curious just hearing that reply, you know, how you deal with things. You don't really let things get to you to a certain sense. Um, I'm curious how that plays a role into your business life, right? Because 
obviously mm -hmm. it's, it's really all business right from professional football player right to yeah, also really on sneaker right it's like non-stop back to back how are your daily operations going with you being the first female owned company with your own sneaker shoe right like how how is that going for you and really how did that start yeah so i mean it started it was, i always tell people like the shortest like answer i can give you because it's kind of a long story um it's like an opportunity that turned into an opportunity um pretty much i was a brand ambassador for another company um the designer shoe designer of that company kind of saw that i was really i was doing well selling their shoes he was like oh have you ever thought about a signature line i was like no but i'm down and so he you know we kind of talked i told him how i wanted it to look the colors all that he created a shoe um he, he mocked it up and i posted it on my instagram it went like people loved it then he was like okay cool you got a really great response what about like a, a signature line so more than one shoe more than one uh, colorway and i was like okay like why would i say no to that so we talked about it again he sketched them up i posted it a second time and it went even more crazy so by that time my mom who's my manager she was like oh we should maybe like look into something bigger like a shoe company and I was like, uh, I don't really know. It's so many like big dog companies out here. We have to go against Nike, Adidas, Under Armour, all these really big companies. And uh, she was like, well, I really think you can do it. You know, you have the fan base, you have the support. Um, you know, I really believe that you could do it. And my mom is always feeling like I can fly and do everything else. So I was like, okay. So pretty much like I just prayed on it. And I remember like really hearing God's voice and it was kind of like the worst that could happen is you know, you say that you tried to create a shoe company, which is still a big deal because there's not too many people that's going to even try because they don't know where to start. But what if everything goes right and it goes well? I mean, solidifying generational wealth, solidifying, solidifying um, you know, your future children's future and their kids and their kids and so on and so forth. Um, you're breaking generational curses. So it was like all these great things. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just jump. And I did. And it's been like, I mean... I, there's not even honestly a word to describe how successful we've been in like a few months so mm -hmm. all i can say is like god opens doors for a reason he closes doors he opens doors for a reason um i didn't honestly think that this was ever going to happen because of course when you're little mm -hmm. you know i was a sneakerhead as a kid so i was like oh it would be so cool to have my own shoe like everybody yeah. everybody wants to be michael <laughs> Jordan. so who yeah. wouldn't want their own shoe but i never thought about a shoe company so it's, you know, God, he always allows us to see the bigger picture at the end of the, you know, at the end of the day. So um, it worked out the way it was supposed to. That's all I can say. It wasn't something that I was expecting. I was thinking about, but sometimes those unexpected blessings, you know, they're sprinkled within our life at some point. And um, I just feel like he sprinkled a lot. And uh, <laughs> it's been, it's been amazing ever since, to be honest. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And I'm, I'm so excited just to hear that story and how you broke it down, because I know so many people out there, especially this audience that's going to be tuning in, are going to be like, mm -hmm. man, that's very inspiring and motivating. Because, yeah, as a kid, right, you want to have your own show. You want to be like Mike, like you say. And it's like, man, I never thought about owning a shoe company, like you said. And right now mm -hmm. I know what you got. Michael Vick, you got Deion Sanders, Waka Flocka. You got what Marlon Wayne supporting your brand and pushing it mm -hmm. out there. And it's like, yeah. man, you know, who would have thought? Right. Right. And, yeah. And you just taking that that leap of faith and just trusting the plan and trusting the process. That's a beautiful thing. And and I'm I'm really curious on the name of the shoe. Like where, where did it originate from? And what's the breakdown behind that? Yeah, so really my mom, she's the one that actually like <laughs> um created the name because we were like going back and forth for a while. Um, but pretty much is like um kind of like how um ah, I can't think of his name, the NFL player. Um his name is Megatron. Megatron, oh, yeah. like oh, yeah. how that's Calvin, like his identity. Yeah, 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 there we go. <laughs> um, so, um, how, like how he has that identity, 
-hmm. that's kind of like how you know we we kind of came about tronos and in in um in greek it means throne mm -hmm. so um for for me like my personal brand is queen of abs fitness and then throne queen of abs fitness royalty that's kind of like what we want to stay in um and it also solidify it also like i'm sorry it also represents like power and strength and um uniqueness and different things like that being a unicorn um which is like what i describe myself as <laughs> mm -hmm. so i just wanted to like stay in that like like that vein and um i feel like that name was perfect um it took my mom like a few days to figure it out but um she's good at doing research and figuring stuff out so hey. when she told me i was like oh that's dope like that's like a cool little you know whatever so so yeah it was my mom <laughs> gotcha. shout out to moms good looking mom <laughs> right shout yeah. out on the brand. i like that i like that and i did get a chance to check out pretty much your entire colorway i was like the red joints those are fire like literally like no yeah. joke i was like i might need a copy pair. let me go ahead and put this little order in <laughs> look, look. that the reds are like i think they're top three so yeah. so yeah <laughs> Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely gonna cop for sure. Just, just look out for you know the, the, you know the purchase and just me signature a little bit on the side or something. <laughs> just let me know. But, uh, <laughs> I got you. I appreciate the support. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. And listen, I know so many people tuning in definitely would love to support. So we're gonna get those details shortly. Sure. But for you right now, especially being in this space, being the first of the first in a lot of different areas, uh, signing a multi-million dollar deal, right, creating your own shoe, like. Um, who do you look towards, you know, for inspiration at this point in time, whether it's in business or just in your career field, being a professional football player? I think somebody that is, all, is always going to be a great, like, role model when it comes to just somebody that's doing a lot of great things out here would definitely be, like, Master P. I think he's amazing just how he has started so many businesses in, like, almost every, like, single market, seemed like. Uh, P. Diddy, um... Uh, even though he gets on my nerves, like 50 Cent is, is really, you know, he's he's really doing his thing too. So, I mean, it's just like the people that are really moguls. Like I, I aspire to be a mogul. I, I want to be more than one thing. I great at one thing and have success in different um, areas of, of whatever I'm doing. So I don't just want to stay in the fitness vein. I want to get into like the hair, the, the skin, you know, I don't know, like maybe food at one point, who knows? But like, I want to have so many different lanes, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good. You know, my yeah. kids are good forever. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, that's, that's the best way I can say it. So, um, so yeah, I look at people like that and um, yeah, I would say, I would, yeah. and then as far as football, of course my idol is like, I think everybody knows this now, like Barry Sanders. So like, yeah. that's who I always try to like, you know, imitate as much as I can on the football field. Um, mm. I was also a fan of like Flo Joe and, uh michael johnson and people like that so so yeah that's big that's big you you listed some heavy names too master p yeah that guy yeah he's <laughs> he's insane man like yeah. the, just, just the, the things that he's doing like i didn't right. and then when i like, heard like you know i watched his story yeah. i was like dang like that says a lot right so I like, was tapped into it tapped into it mm -hmm. all the way <laughs> yeah yeah that's great but you know you are called the queen of abs right Mm -hmm. what's your workout regimen <laughs> how did you you know because your abs are better than my abs and I'm like hold on <laughs> I need to go to the gym <laughs> yeah I don't so that's the thing I don't have like a regimen um you know I whatever my trainers have me do is what I do yeah um I would say like honestly my physique is um it's a combination of genetics but it's also um hard work like I've been an athlete since I was four so <laughs> If I don't have like abs by now, I don't think I ever will. So, um, but no, like, honestly, I just do whatever my trainers tell me to do. So mm -hmm. I per se don't like have anything that I do um, on my own. Well, sometimes, but it's mostly just training and like me being an athlete. That's all I can really say. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, you just gifted. You just gifted and talented. I, I mean, I got you. yeah. Like, what is like your exact regimen? I'm like, I don't have an exact regimen because it changes. But yeah. I, I eat very healthy. I eat healthy, and that's the main thing. People want to know, like, the secret is really your diet. Yeah. So if your diet is on point, you're at least exercising 30 minutes a day. You're doing core exercises. You know, you're doing your cardio. You know, there's yeah. a good chance that you might develop something down there. So, right. so yeah. All right. Let me let me keep working. Let me uh, get in my kitchen really quick. I'm done. Say the kitchen <laughs> my, is where it's at. Get my diet right. Listen, guys. I try to give like a little exclusive tip, but you know, she told us it's a diet and she's gifted, so it didn't work. But uh, <laughs> oh but my no, god. No, all, all jokes aside, though, I appreciate the love. And listen, I know I don't mm-hmm. have you long, and I definitely want to ask you one final question because I know you got many other things to do, more important things to do right now. Um, but I would love to hear, you know, some advice. What, what advice would you give to that young girl, that young boy uh, that's out there looking to, you know, go after their dreams, especially getting into the field of sports, you know, going out the business, whatever they want to do and accomplish. What would you tell them just knowing what you know now? And Most simple answer I have for that is if you want to go get it. Um, that's how I live my life. Like, I don't make excuses as to why, like, I don't accomplish things or why I haven't got a certain, you know, to a certain point in my life. Because I feel like as long as I'm putting the work and I'm going after it with everything that I have, I'm protecting my dream, I'm making sacrifices, it's all, it's already written. So all I got to do is, is put in that work and just continue to stay focused. So I would say if, if that's what you want, if that's your dreams, if that's your baby, protect it like it is. No matter how many times you have to fall, you have to break, you have to get back up, you have to lose friends, lose sleep, lose sleep at night, whatever it may be. If that's what you want, then you have to treat it like that. You have to go after it. With everything that you have and um main thing is protect that dream and then also i gotta say this too watch who's in your circle like make sure that the people around you have the same vision as you or even greater so if there's anybody that's lacking that vision they don't, they don't need to be in your little your little circle so that that plays a big role because whoever you hang out with is who you become so you know just just think about that as well Facts. Well, that's how you end the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I don't have anything else to say after that. <laughs> she pretty much took over the interview and laid it out. And I hope you all enjoyed this segment just as much as I enjoy creating it. I had Miss Antia Deck with us. And listen, I know a lot of people uh, want to know where they can stalk you, where they can find you on Instagram, where they can track you at. So let me know your tags and go ahead and shout it out for us. Yeah. So on Instagram, it's trackbaby001. Uh, same as like TikTok. I t- same for TikTok. Um, Facebook is Queen of Abs. And then my website is queenofabs.com. Perfect, perfect. Oh, and if you want to get my shoes, it's tronosofficial.com. Tronos, ladies and gentlemen. Go check that out. Go get them shoes. Go run it up. Let's go. And listen, I'm going to go ahead and make my way over there. Go ahead and get those red pair real quick. But uh, with that being said, I'm going to go ahead, ladies and gentlemen, don't worry. I'm going to put all the information down below in the description. So you'll have to DM me and be like, what was the name? What was the link? I'm going to have it down below so you guys can tap on that. And listen, Miss Antia Deck, it's been a pleasure. It's been an honor. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to rock with us. And I greatly appreciate it. Definitely. Awesome. Awesome. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, until next time, much love peace and blessings. And that's the show. 
Awesome. Well, thank you, you for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. What you think about the show? It was good. You asked some great questions. All right, cool, cool, cool. That's what I try to do. I try to do my best. <laughs> no, it was so great. Excellent. It was good. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So to be honest, I have one last little segment. It takes no longer than a minute to do. Uh, this okay. segment is just like a quick Q&A. It's like, ask a question, first thing come to your mind. Just ramble it out. All right, let's do this. Question number one. How fast is your 40 time? Uh, I, don't, I don't disclose that. <laughs> Until I run it and I'm ready to run it, then, you know, I can't I can't let y'all know that yet. <laughs> she said, uh, you got to catch her first. <laughs> yeah, I literally just, just be patient. It's going to come soon. Got you, got you. All right, second question. What was the first thing that you bought when you, you signed your multi-million dollar deal? Um, I got my Mercedes. <laughs> oh, what kind of Mercedes? What class? What you get? Oh, it's this is A220. I don't, I don't, I just wanted something cute and simple. Yeah, she said something cute, just a little Mercedes for me real quick. Oh my God. <laughs> no, I mean, ain't no C class and nothing like that. E class, whatever it is. Yeah, love it. Did, did you give your car a name? Are you that type of person to name your car? I did. I named my <laughs> other car because I had a um, 350Z, but I didn't name this one. I don't oh. know why. Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, all right. Well, I'm just going to leave it there. <laughs> all right. Uh, third question. Do you remember the best highlight uh, you ever played while playing football? Yeah, I remember I had like, um, I think I scored, was it three or four touchdowns um, in one game? And that was like pretty crazy for me. So, yeah, so definitely that that game. That was like, I think, three or four years ago. Three or four years ago. Wow. You just pretty much... Yeah juke the whole team and score three folks okay all right i mean you know it was a, it was a, it was a good day so <laughs> got you got you and, and one last question and i'll let you go here final question who is someone you would love to work with hmm, that's a good question um athletic wise i would love to do something with like saquon and um and definitely alvin kamara and of course barry sanders um i don't know what he could do now because he's a little older but <laughs> i mean something um yeah. as far as business wise of course i would love to do something like with, with um master p or um honestly really master p to be honest <laughs> he's probably like yeah for sure master p well, listen, anything is possible at this point. A lot of people tune into the show, so you never know who's going to listen. Like, we can get to Romeo. Romeo can tell his dad all of a sudden. Look, I mean, you know? however we need to work. <laughs> <laughs> Make the connections for you. But listen, I appreciate you again. Uh, thank you for taking this little bonus Q&A with me. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and chop this up, you know, make it all cute, right? So you can use if you want. All right. That sounds great. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, listen, have a great all right. day. <laughs> all right. You too. All right. Bye. bye.